0: back to another episode of teaching with the body and mind i'm here with tom hi ross mike hello and joey hey and i have i guess a topic that i that is maybe more personal to my heart being an avid bicyclist and getting questions about my own riding and when children should start riding and one thing that comes up that i often kind of push uh, with the families as well as with my college students that i that i work with is this idea of training wheels and bike riding and it feels like when I grew up that was how you learned to ride mm-hmm. a bike was mm-hmm. you got yeah. a set of training wheels you went around the block and you kept going till eventually there was the day when you were going to take them off and then one of your grown ups was going to shadow you and go with you and make sure you didn't fall down or they would keep you stable and I think we've all had our own kind of versions of that at some degree and I remember my own experience with training wheels was the driveway at our house had a very steep kind of entry curve to it. So it wasn't a nice smooth, you know, mm-hmm. glide in. It was a hard, almost <laughs> 90 degree continuation of the curb. And so I would be on my bicycle and I would get stuck at the end of the driveway every time trying to come back in. And so I'd have to shout for help to get lifted off. And so we kind of realized that the training wheels really weren't I think helping, mainly yeah. they weren't helping me learn, but now we'll get to that. But it really, I think my parents were like, "I'm tired of lifting you in, leaving yeah, the house right. to get you out of the drive." Soft, you know, being stuck. Right. On the whole the idea of having you ride a bike is so you can be gone longer. Exactly, yeah. and I was asking for more time, so we ended up finding a, another bike in the neighborhood, which was a smaller frame. So I was riding a bike that I eventually rode at, into later childhood, and. There was a neighbor who had a bike that was much smaller. I think it was probably an 18 or 20 inch frame. Just the idea that I could touch the ground Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with my feet without having to, you know, leave the seat. So that's where I've kind of looked at this now from a developmental lens is that we put training wheels, you know, still on bicycles. And what I know now, and I think what we've kind of discussed is that that's not really teaching us how to balance, how to ride a bike. It's simply giving us the illusion that we've learned something, but as soon as the training
1: wheels right, you come fall off, right over.
2: You
0: fall over. Right. You the, don't the
2: the real skill is the vestibular sense of balancing on the bike, along with I guess the angular momentum of when the bike's moving, you'll stay up. Yep. When you sort of do that clunk clunk on the training wheels the bike wouldn't stay up without those wheels there. Exactly. And so you're not feeling that center of balance. Yeah.
0: So you're really just learning how to kind of go faster and often on a bigger bike that doesn't let you touch the ground
3: mm-hmm.
0: and things like that. So I think it's a, this idea of how do we really teach this specific skill, but how does that then translate to other skills that we often bring into early childhood where we think we're teaching something mm-hmm. when really we're
1: not Right. So like propping up or like you said, the illusion, because then when that support goes away, it's not as though the skill has actually been taught. Exactly.
0: So I think that's where opening that up. And I think bike riding for me is one that I can easily kind of connect this to. And it's probably the clear, but maybe there's other examples that we have. or
1: I can think of like a, a, a physical play example that I, I haven't quite come up with the solution to this yet, but I have, it makes me think that we have a uh place with there's like a, a, a strong stick on some on some ropes I don't think it's there anymore but you know so like a trapeze right. mm-hmm. uh that was in the woods and some kids can take their arms on you know, hang from this trapeze and you know lift their feet up and oh, go yeah, yeah, you know yeah. put their feet over yep. and get pull themselves up to sitting some of them can even stand on this thing yep. you know so they just have the strength and the I think coordination to mm-hmm. you know be start from their arms but basically like lift their feet up over the thing and so I'd have some kids watching, like, I want to do that. And I'm like, I bet you do. Right. But, like, like that takes so many different skills mm-hmm. to, like, right, you right. can't just will that to happen. Yeah. You know, so I would be providing, like, like almost not, not not in a trained way, but, like, trying to do, like, a gymnast spot. But while I was doing it, thinking about a little bit about what you're talking about, like, how do I spot them, but that they can still feel what they're supposed to be doing? Like, if I yeah. just lift, if I just right. place their butt up and yeah. they get their feet up there, they don't know if they're right. just, like, a you know, still yep. floppy with these other parts of their body. But, you know, sort of just think about, it, like, well, how, yeah. how do you learn how to do that? Because, I mean, some of it's just the strength, but some of it's just knowing, like, you know, well, there's momentum, I've got to swing. Right. You know, so there's things that, like, yeah. kids will watch another kid do, Be like, oh, I want to do that. I'm like, wow, yeah. you, you kind right. of just know or you don't know. I don't like and it's, there's some things that are hard to yeah, but some like kids, riding a bike.
3: Some kids are more coordinated than right. others yeah. earlier.
1: Yes, and yeah. so it makes yes.
3: a difference what they can and can't do. Right, whether they want to do it or not.
1: Right. I
3: was. I think the real. Oh, sorry.
1: Right. Uh, I, I, yeah. And this particular kid is like. I mean, in my head. I thought like, wait, well, you can't. I mean, but I didn't say that to them. <laughs> you know, I mean, like you know, but like
3: yeah. <laughs> you can try. You can, <laughs> yes. you can try. all yeah. you want? Yeah, but I can I, I,
1: right, I should say I'm you. not sure that you can. Would be it? I was going to say.
2: It's actually a lesson, I think, for children of, everybody has different things they can do. Mm-hmm. You will see somebody do something that you can't do, and you'll do something they can't do. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's Absolutely. the
3: actual lesson, I think. Mm-hmm. So so where does scaffolding mm-hmm. fit into this? Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: And I think... Yeah, because
3: we—that's uh, right. that's a big term in early childhood education. Right. You—you yep. mm-hmm. you scaffold their learning. I yeah. can
1: think of another example: trying to teach kids how to pump on the swings. Yes, the more oh, you yeah. explain it, the more confused the they are. Yeah.
0: But oddly enough, when another child comes over and tells the exact, says the exact same things I say, I've seen children like be able to coach. So that's that—that right. that kind of peer modeling of the zone of proximal development, where the child who just knows they've just figured it out. For some reason, children seem to care. Yeah. but that's a whole nother. I think in general, kids are able to tell other kids yeah. mm-hmm. how to do something. But I think yeah, pumping on the swing, like pushing them, and then you just got to lean forward, and you know, there it's a you have to feel it. Yeah. And so I think that's where that scaffolding piece comes in because it's going back to I think the tree climbing example or, or kind of balancing on that kind of trapeze like bar that we're going to be there to maybe model a little bit and be that kind of spot. But just lifting you and putting you on that bar, you're not going to feel it. You're not going to learn it. And actually probably is going to be a little more dangerous because you're not ready to be up there just yet. You
1: might not be holding yourself tight enough or something like that. So
0: same with the training wheels piece. I think if Mm -hmm. we're having that bike that's a better size or, you know, now the Strider bikes and Mm -hmm. Zoom bikes and things that are these small frames with no bottom bracket, no pedals, Mm -hmm. makes a lot more sense because the children then themselves... With the supervision of adults, if you know, we kind of want to be there, just the scaffolding there is you riding your own bike and being able to show, Mm -hmm. but they're now feeling they're able to use their feet as their own balance. I wanted
3: to go back to the swing Mm. because and and scaffolding, yeah. So, do you would you put a child on a swing and then push a child on a swing?
0: I think there's that to me would seem like I mean, it's an enjoyable activity that just the. Right, then just natural it's, motion it's, I mean, I, very soothing.
1: I, I do that, and it's, that's what the children want. It's right, one of right. my most favorite things, and I think it is. It's it's like being rocked.
3: It's you a know, very soothing. A, but, but it's like te-
1: rocking a baby, but for, yeah. for an older child.
3: But you're not telling a child, um, no, if you can't get up there yourself, then I can't push you. And they'll never mm. be able to get into those harness right, right. swings. True. Yeah. <laughs> I, was,
1: I was more speaking to pumping. Like, there's some, I mean, I was just, I was trying to think of another example of something that's, like, hard to, hard to teach. Mm-hmm. The more I try to instruct the child in pumping, the more confused I make them.
3: But you were talking about when somebody wants to climb a tree, you won't lift the child up into a tree.
1: Well, I wouldn't say I won't ever, but I, I would be thoughtful about just placing them somewhere that I don't know that they understand where they are and that they don't have center of gravity to hold on or, mm-hmm. or, or possibly to get themselves down again. Yeah. So, Maybe I'll use a different example. I wouldn't take a toddler and put them up in a tree thinking that they know how to hold on, you know, and, and keep their balance while they're sitting on a limb or standing on a limb. Now, if it's a branch that they they need a boost, you know, and I, and I can boost them to a place where then they can get to, I, I guess for me I wouldn't – I do that. I did that just the other day. But I – it's more like putting them in a situation where they don't know the physics of it inter- internally mm-hmm. um, that then wouldn't be safe, which is, a, I feel like, a little bit of a parallel to what Ross was talking about with the bicycle. You take the training wheels off, and suddenly they're like, wait, you right. know, and they're falling over because yeah. they, may, they may not have gotten that internal sense of the, of the right. physics
0: of it. And maybe that that's the, the difference between climbing the trees or riding bikes versus swinging, that there's such a... There, maybe it's the social intention behind it mm-hmm. that we often put children in swings very early on when they're not going to be uh, able to have that skill just to kind of have that back and forth right. and there's that social piece. I think so that, some people
1: say it helps develop vestibular sense. I mean, there yeah. yeah. might be other things happening with the swing example. For sure. But just, right. the, the pumping. But I think I that
0: if it, to put them into the swing and I think that's where maybe the, the question is the is it to just use the activity I or have another to example. Is it to build the skill right. for that? Your that
1: good practice? friend, the, the little baby exerciser, Or our oh, OT's yeah. good friend. You know, the idea that I'm going to help my kid learn to walk, my baby, by putting them in this little sack on the stand. Um, and, you know, I've spoken with OTs to say, well, that's actually... You know, the idea that you need to like what develop leg strength or something when you're a baby when you really mm-hmm. need to develop core strength. And balance Mm. and that's not to say these things are bad i mean certainly kids like being upright and they like being able to move around i don't think that i don't i don't want to be misunderstood into thinking that these are like harmful practices but it's just sort of ross's idea of like we we almost want them to excel right like ride your bike all the way down the block even though you really can't we're so excited if a kid can like count to 20 or something like that but but they may not have like that deep number sense whereas if you slowed down Right, and yeah. they can and
2: recite the you've got, the numbers, but they we just the idea it. of what the numbers are. Who cares? Right. And the rote
0: counting versus rational counting. Yeah. I think that's yeah, So I think that's where that maybe that this that, in that example that lies in rote counting, which one, two, three, five, six, seven, nine, 10, not taking the time to one to one right. and understanding that these numbers have meaning. Same with the training wheels, being that it gives you the illusion that you've learned how to ride a bike when you really haven't. Right. And I think right. that. Goes into the world of education in a lot of ways. We think we're helping children learn, but we're just memorizing things to use later on the test and not really understanding. It. That's a whole nother. No, but we're yeah. we're trying
1: to accelerate through things that that you have to kind of struggle through a little bit. Struggle through,
0: right. take the time and have the right materials or the right tools to do the job or to to create the learning. I guess appropriately, correctly, yeah. Rather than just excelling, going because if we go faster, if we go fast, we get there sooner. You're gonna have that better understanding, which no, you probably right. are understanding
2: be... needs to go deep, not
1: fast. farther, yeah. not yeah. fast. Yeah. 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 yeah, So, I just want to say, Ross, thanks for like the interesting analogy. How we do just kind of wanted like, oh, just show us, show us success, yeah, versus the the struggle.
0: Uh, thank you for listening and.
2: We'll see you next week.
1: Thanks, Russ. Thanks, Russ. Thank you for listening to
2: Teaching with the Body and Mind. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.